Transcending the Veil. There was a part I, I would like to uh, ask you about because <clears throat> Spirit talked about free will. <laughs> yes, let's talk about this. And from a, I have only seen that aspect from the the human perspective. Like mm. I'm physically yes. incarnated here. Yeah. I have free will. So in that, so, in, in that sense, you say your mind has free will, yes, right? Yes, Just to be yeah, very precise. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Go on. So what Spirit said, everything is planned. Everything is planned out from the beginning. From the beginning till I'm no longer here. And me being this identity, Klaus. Everything mm. is planned out. The soul has free will. That was kind of a, okay, okay, what does that actually mean? Because, mm. okay, I have free will, I can, I can, I can choose the, like seen from the human perspective, I can choose to walk this way or I can choose to walk that way. And for me, in my mind, you know, that, that equals different timelines I can jump into, still being in the physical, but, you know, it has this decision tree. Like if I go this way, now my my path changes, and you know all these predictions I've heard from the from spirit. You know, yeah, right. Because now I'm choosing the red door instead of the green one. But what spirit said today was kind of okay. Uh, how, how does that work? <laughs> okay, soul has free will. I'm, I I I am soul. I am. Just having a human experience, right? So I need to decouple my identity as human and embrace my eternal energy, in essence. How do you see it? How do you see free will? It's interesting to talk about it because I've been now presented with a with an apparent fact, which came through from non-physicality. And I would go as far to say I, I could believe this, because it's quite unthinkable to question it, because we, don't, we, we can't argue with this, because we can't prove otherwise. But I would have described it differently for me. For me, the, the, like two minutes ago, my, my understanding was differently, where I always was in my mind in this construct that I thought, right, we, we have this fascinating situation where we have the soul, which is an entity that lives in dense, in realms where time and space does not exist. So from our perspective, infinite existence, where soul essentially is a fractal of source. So from, you know, religion calls it God or whatever, I would call it source. So we are all part of source essentially we are a fractal of source and then we have a thing that is referred to as consciousness which for me is an evolution and 
soul has the liberty to decide things of having certain experiences. So that, that is coming very close to your expression of right, having a human experience where soul is taking a decision of um, having this experience in this three-dimensional world, incarnating here, having this human experience and deciding what experience soul wants to have. Right? This is me now going really directly to the books of Jane Roberts, where this entity, this non-physical entity, really explains that he himself was incarnated on Earth and had a horrible experience from, from a human perspective, right? It wasn't a very nice life, but it was a life he was coping with. And he had very similar lives throughout his different incarnations on this uh, planet. But this is an experience in the end that soul wanted to have because it is a learning in a sense, right? It is a learning dealing with three-dimensionality, which doesn't exist anywhere else. And apparently we are quite masters of this three-dimensionality. And that's why, <laughs> that's why um, many souls want this experience because um, it's a huge learning. Um, so I, I totally believe in this liberty of soul having free will in order to uh, continuously evolve consciousness. And that goes then also back to that state of that, right? If we now only talk about consciousness evolution, right? Without the idea of the soul. And there we, we know from many different whether it's been channelings or thinkers or whatever, let's say information that has been brought to earth, that consciousness is evolving from a stone, essentially, from what we would refer to as non, non-sentient, not without consciousness, uh, just a stone, then this, the consciousness is evolu- evolving into an animal state and then to, you know, human state and later on going beyond, right? Where we leave the, the physical playing field and, and move into non-physicality or di- let's say densities of entities without physicality. And those are essentially the, the entities we are now talking to through mediums, right? They're just on a very evolved uh, consciousness. So I think the soul really aims to evolve consciousness to a very high state. Uh, and then, then we talk about your actual question is, right, does free will actually exist? Or what is my view on free will of a human being? And with all of what I've just said in the back of your mind, I always thought that is, because the critical question always is then from people that when we talk about these things, right, do humans actually have free will? Does that exist? Because what you're just saying is right, then what can I decide? Because it has been predetermined. And I always thought that, right, there is a certain degree of latitude that we can, we have in decision making. That there is a path chosen for us because we are here for a certain experience. 
but we can still decide whether I go through the door on the right or on the left. Yet what we also talk about is this very interesting phenomena that there are certain topics coming into your life, right? That you can either deal with or you don't, or you can neglect them. Yet if you neglect them, they're coming back to you, but a bit, bit bigger, right? And then yeah. until there is a point where you think, oh, fuck, I can't ignore this topic. I need to face it full on. And I think that is the latitude of decision making that we or you can call it free will in a sense that we we have here on Earth. And this is something I I believe is that we have a degree of freedom in decision making and a bigger framework of the chosen path for us, because that is has been decided by our soul already, what, what experience we want to have here. For example, what what topics we want to deal with, or in, in a sense, what topics or situations soul wants to have the experience with. And what we as humans can decide is, well, these topics are coming into our life, we can deal with them right now. If we don't, we need to deal with them later because they're coming back. And this is it's certainly a phenomenon we, we've talked about and is probably quite well known. And um, what I also find interesting, which I take as, let's, let's call it underlying fact to my hypothesis, is that apparently the people that are naturally dying at the end of their life they have a situation that if they only lived in physicality throughout their human existence, but people that never had sort of spiritual awakening in their life, that they are facing, let's say, a bit of a challenging time after they move into this non-physicality, where they need to quite drastically learn what the bigger picture of life is and that apparently is not a very nice experience because they have ignored in their human experience the non-physicality far too long and they need to you know unravel the things that was planned for them throughout their human existence and they haven't really dealt with so that is also interesting that spirits are talking about this experience which happens right after death if you're not fully open to the non-physical world and you need to it's a bit of a steep learning curve for them and apparently not so nice um but that that proves again this point or this hypothesis for me that yeah you can ignore the facts but or you can ignore the topics that you need to deal with but if you ignore them too long they, they will just come come at you even bigger so that, this is essentially my, my, my picture is that, yes, there is a chosen path which is decided from non-physical, from the soul, essentially the experience that you want to, that soul wants to have as a human experience. But you have a latitude of decision making uh, and yeah, the, the topics might come back at you or will come back at you. Yeah. Does, it, does that make sense? <clears throat> well, it's it's just a model of, 
yeah, it's your, your model, right? And and you know. Yeah, absolutely. Who's right? Right. We don't. We will never yeah. know. <laughs> it's it, it, it's a construct that my mind can deal with. Yes, exactly. Right. And the bottom line is we haven't got a fucking clue. Exactly. But we know from, for instance, ayahuasca, that all the topics that you haven't dealt with, they are shown right in your face. All yeah, your demons, yeah. so-called demons, and you know, they're just parts of you that you have ne- neglected, that you haven't yeah, exactly. worked on. That's it. <clears throat> so taking a plant medicine like ayahuasca gives you that knowledge, brings, you know, it dives into your corners of your mind that you don't want to put light on, but it, you know, it's, yeah, it's why it's called a workshop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is a workshop and it certainly is the workshop of your life. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah.